many of the most zealous atheists hold passionately to their position because they don't want there to be a God to whom they are accountable. This was certainly true for atheists like Bertrand Russell and Aldous Huxley in the 20th century, and it is true for the new atheists like Richard Dawkins and Sam Harris as well. Harris often speaks on the topic of hard determinism as opposed to free will. He does not believe that we have free will. And for Sam Harris, this is the perfect out on moral responsibility. Because if you are determined to act as you act, then you cannot ultimately be held accountable for your actions. If you could not do what you did, then you ought not to be held accountable for your actions. That's basically his view. And it opens up a Pandora's box effectively when you're talking about the legal system. But again, that's another issue altogether. Now, clearly, this is not the view or the worldview of the Bible-believing Christian. Although there are more and more believers, especially in the U.S., who are being uh, attracted to a Reformed theology that many times argues for both a soft and hard determinism. But again, that's another conversation for another day. The fact is, as you read through the scriptures, it would be difficult to not see the very clear teaching of the Bible that we are individually responsible for our actions and we will be judged on the basis of those actions at a future point in time after death. And one of the passages that teaches this is found in Hebrews 4, where we read these words. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. If you've been around a Bible teaching church or you've read through the New Testament, you've probably come to these verses before. And these verses are very important as it relates to the power and potency of the Word of God. The word for word there is the Greek word logos. And Jesus, the Gospel of John chapter 1, opens by telling us that the logos of God, the Word of God, became flesh and dwelt among us. This is the incarnation. And so this is a powerful verse speaking about both the Word of God, Scripture, and the Word of God, Jesus, and speaking about his power and his potency. And a lot of people stop there. They, they should keep reading because the very next verse says, and there is no creature hidden from his sight, the Logos. There's no creature hidden from Jesus's sight. All things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. All things are uncovered and exposed before Jesus, the one to whom we must give an account. So the Bible teaches moral accountability before a moral law giver. And this is often where the atheists resist. Why? Well, it's no secret that we, human beings by nature, are rebellious. Let me say that again. We are rebellious by nature. We innately resist authority. We will not have this one to rule over us, speaking of Jesus. But whether we submit to his authority or not, he is revealed in the scriptures as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is still the authority, whether we acknowledge or accept it or not. He has dominion over all of creation, and one day every knee will bow before him. The Old Testament says that. The New Testament quotes it. Paul in Philippians chapter 2 quotes it. And we, we may resist this conceptualization of God, but should we? 
Do you really want to live in a universe that has zero moral accountability? I suggest that you don't. It's fascinating to me that one of the hallmarks of American society is the desire for accountability. We demand that people be held accountable. That's one of the reasons that I think that we like elections so much, and we have an election coming up in just a tiny bit over two weeks. We want to hold people to account, even if, or maybe especially if, they are individuals of means and power. And, and when we hold people to account, we expect an impartial accountability. But we resist the idea that when all is said and done at the end of the day, when all the shenanigans are over, there will be impartial accountability before an ultimate moral law giver. And the Bible makes this clear. The Bible makes clear that there will be an ultimate accounting of our thoughts and of our words and of our behavior. And individuals like Aldous Huxley, they didn't want there to be a God because they didn't want moral accountability. And yet the same guy, Aldous Huxley, he longed for utopia. I think that the two desires, the desires for utopia and the desire against moral accountability, those two desires are incongruous. They can't go together. There will be a moral accountability after death, before a moral lawgiver. That is going to happen whether you believe it or not. And later in the book of Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter 9, we see that spoken about when we read this. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22 says that there, it is appointed for men to die once, and then after that comes judgment. Perhaps you've heard of um, near-death experiences. There's a growing body of research on the subject of near-death experiences, especially since the advent of CPR and other life-saving techniques over the last 50 years. There's a growing number of these near-death experiences, out-of-body experiences that people have experienced. And interestingly, the research shows that nearly a quarter of all near-death experiences, and that's an awful lot of them, nearly a quarter of those that have experienced a near-death experience described having met an individual on the other side after death, often a being of light with a beard who had an account book with which he performed a life review with those people. The last book of the Bible says... John the Apostle writes of the revelation of Jesus Christ. He says, And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. That's interesting. And something to think about as you pour your coffee this morning. See you next time.